0: Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard.
1: Hi, Ron, here for our tech news. I'm here with iDig with Stuart, Craig Schurker-Finkle, Finkel, is one of the co-founders of iDig. And he's going to tell us about his background and also about the festival itself.
0: Yeah, well, uh, you know, my background is I am a classically trained composer. I'm also a jazz musician. And all I ever wanted to do my entire life was write big orchestral scores for things. And it just so happens that in this era, one of the places that you can really do that and really have a great time doing that is in the games industry, which is something I had never, I always thought, you know, I wanted to be John Williams. Uh, <laughs> but you. It, in this day and age, it seems like for films, there's a shyness about using really, really big themes, big music, mm-hmm. a lot of the, the film scores these days, they have, they're, they're, they're much more meek. Whereas in games, bigger, especially like World of Warcraft, bigger is bigger. Yeah. You know, yeah, 16 French horns, that's the sound of World of Warcraft, a big chimbasso. We have just so much fun being able to expand that world of, of sonic, you know, orchestral nastiness. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I found myself into there. Yeah, I came through films and TV shows, a bunch of Saturday morning cartoons for Disney, and uh, uh, even wrote the music for a show called the Jeff Foxworthy Show, also music for like the the, uh, U.S. office, Mm -hmm. you know. But where I seem to have found my hold in my home, going back to the late 90s, when I was writing for some of the earliest TSR Dungeons and Dragons
1: games, I just keep coming back to video games and that industry. And about iDig itself, now that you've got this video game background, how is that contributing into iDig itself?
0: Well, I really need to blame, (laughs) put the blame sorely on my wife. Uh, You know, Emer was out and she was uh, blogging about, not blogging, but tweeting about different things, and she just was getting a little frustrated about constantly meeting people outside of Ireland and performing for them, but hadn't been performing and hadn't done anything for Ireland since she left, which was, you know, officially around 2005, And it had been a good amount of time. And she really wanted to come back and do something. And so she had tweeted, you know, what if we did a a concert or something? You know what? Concert isn't big enough. What if we did a a music festival, a game music festival in Ireland? Would anybody come? Well, within five minutes, there were all these tweets lighting up. And and some of them, like our friend Chris Rook, who's out here, has become one of our associate producers. He was one of the first ones to say, I'm in. What do you need? I'll help. So it's like okay, I think we're we're off and running, and and we're going to figure out how to make this happen and make it work, and then we realize we actually, especially with the the, the wonderful crowd that we have, that I think we're onto something—a niche market that people, that's just going to blow up because there are people here from all over the world that have come for this, and it's really, it's, I'm so surprised, but then again, also not surprised.
1: Well, I think it's a brand name because you got World Warcraft going and Blizzard, yeah, and those two names. They're known worldwide for gaming now. And yes. when you get that, people will come to it.
0: Yeah. Well, there's 100 million versions, not versions, but 100 million copies of, of World of Warcraft, you know, floating out in the universe, and, and I think 7 million daily players, and a very, very, very uh, passionate crowd base.
1: Yeah, you I've know, got friends of mine who play this game nonstop, When when they're not working, they meet up with their friends online to play the game. Yeah, and people
0: don't understand what that is like or what that's about. It's, imagine because people who've never lived in that kind of virtual world or had that kind of virtual experience, you actually, it's not just playing a game, you're actually interacting with other people inside the game and going on adventures together. And one of the things that just recently, you know, we've also become aware of, there's a lot of people who are, for example, disabled. Yeah. Who can't and have no mobility, who get into this virtual world and they can fly. Yeah. We have... uh, that Emer's gotten emails from fans who have said that to her. And that's one of the things that they love about living in this virtual world is that they can have superpowers when they can't even, you know, get out of bed on their own. And it's really, uh, it, it's a wake-up call for us yep. that we're doing more than just entertaining people. We're actually trying to... to uh, do a little good, you know?
1: And I saw it in South Park a while ago. They did a, did a show. Oh, yeah. Woke up. <laughs> and the mountain you got in South Park, you know you've made it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Joey Ray Hall, one of the founders of uh, Blizzard, was featured very heavily, and all of us who know him and love him uh,
1: celebrate that
0: character. Yeah. yeah, same with
1: EA Sports. They did one of the EA Sports, and was gambling babies.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And I, I thought, once you've once you done that, I mean, yeah. you've got a made. <laughs> and with, with this, I mean, what you've got, this festival here is bringing all the fans of, 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 this, of this game. Mm-hmm. And like, if you build it, it doesn't matter where it's held. If it's held somewhere, they will come. So if you do this next year and make it bigger and bolder, People will come because of what it is.
0: Well, it's also... We chose Dublin because Dublin, A, it's Emer's home. Yeah. Emer grew up in Kilconnell, Ireland, outside of Ballinasloe. Yeah. You know, I jokingly tell her that when she's on stage, the orchestra could be the size of a quarter of her town. Yeah. You know, that's how small the town is. If you got 130 on the stage, that's actually more than a quarter of the yeah. town. Um, but... You know, to do it here in Ireland, Ireland's a destination city. It's one of the reasons why the Web Summit was very popular yeah. here. And it's one of the reasons why we're getting so much play from outside the country. Uh, and I think that if we promote that and, and work on bringing in people from around the world, we're going to see uh, a massive expansion for next year.
1: Because I'm looking right now, what you have here is compact and it's great. Because a Web Summit, every time you go to it, there's a stand there, and next day the stand's gone. And the guy who's out there isn't there anymore, whereas... Uh, today and yesterday, they were, we're still there. So, oh, yeah. Which
0: is great. Well, we're, we, what we have here, if you were here or if you saw it, we had, uh, I think, 22 different independent game developers with their games there. And they were there for our audience to play. But the other thing that was unintentional, which we realized, is more than us playing it, they were all playing each other's yeah. games. And whereas they don't really get a chance to really interact and socialize... All of a sudden, by putting them in the same room together and letting them all walk around and play their own game, you know, play all the different games together, it's like, wow, the brains start clicking and the creativity starts flowing. And all of a sudden, they're all better game developers because they've spent the time here looking at what everybody else is doing. And likewise, there's a bunch of uh, visual artists out here who specialize in doing their versions of, you know, fan art and games and so on. And they they survive. That's their business that they do that. And they're out here, and there's about fifteen or twenty of them uh, uh, sharing all of their art, and it's just filled with art and games and screens, and uh, it's such good fun. And we just are so glad to be able to make this
1: happen. You know? Well, for me next year, for next year, I, li- I like the idea that. The same guys who've got to one day are going to be there on day two and day three. So if he goes to, <laughs> the longer the festival goes on, you know the fact the guy's going to be there the next day. The website, when you walk along to a guy, he stands closed, and he's not there tomorrow. He's walking around. He can't find him. Whereas yeah. here, I met a guy yesterday. He goes, I want to talk more about your game. He goes, oh, uh, I'm here tomorrow. I I'll, I'll be yeah. saying, That's fine. I'll talk to you then. And it was great. I could do that. Whereas normally, a conferences, you can't do that. The stands for one day only, and then then they're gone. And they've got a small, tiny stand, and all the stands so it was like a wooden <laughs> box type thing, and you're sitting there going. That's oh, I it. had we had one of those. I yeah. had one of
0: those. We, Emir and I, have an idea that we're working on for creating the musical equivalent of World of Warcraft. Yeah. In a virtual world, it's something we call Muso VR or Conductrix. We've got we keep flowing back and forth. But it was an idea that we floated by at the Web Summit. That's actually how I met uh, some of our producers here, yeah. was at the Web Summit when we were trying to find a home for that. We're still working on it. We're very passionate about that. The idea for that is simply, it grew out of the iDig Music Festival. Yeah of creating a virtual r- world for musicians as well to work in, like we do in World of Warcraft. But that's another story. We're here yeah. to talk about iDig.
1: And also, with iDig, <laughs> I, I noticed that uh, next year, you're planning to get bigger. it would be great to see uh, if you got more more space in the RDS. Well, if we have the people, we can always find the space. Yeah.
0: Uh, we have a really nice crowd that, that we are adoring right now. Uh, however, we need... If we were to better market ourselves through the rest of Europe, I think we would have ten times the number of people yeah. here. That's really what we're beginning to realize is that we have something truly special and all we got to do is let people know. And if we had the power to let people know what was happening, they'd all come. Yeah. You know, and we don't wanna to go to Lisbon or yeah. someplace else. We wanna do it here in Dublin and really make it happen because this is you know, this is kind of my adopted home too now. I'm getting yeah. very, you know, proud of being an Irish yeah. Well I think for
1: me basically Web7 it was four people came the first year, second year went, went doubled and each year it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And the thing with this, it'll happen. It'll it'll slowly grow. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get to the size and think, Well, I wanna to go to a certain size and manage it. Anything bigger than ten thousand maybe think it. how do I cope with this? I'm having trouble coping with the,
0: the, the, you yeah. know, the size of where we are now. What we need, though, is, I mean, we have a wonderful volunteer organization that uh, we just couldn't live without. They're all wonderful individuals who are very passionate about what they're doing, and we would never leave that or lose that. Yeah. But we also need more of a professional side because I'm a composer. Yeah. We kind of fell into this. What I do is really well is I write music, and I'm wearing like 15 million hats right now. And I'm really loving it. Yeah. And I love being, I'm just getting such a buzz and the adrenaline's going and wondering what's going to happen next. And is this person going to show up on time? And, and those parts are, are, are very fun and exciting. But at a certain point in time, I need to exhale and enjoy myself Yeah, too. I think tomorrow
1: night <laughs> when the gig's over, you're going to just sit back relax and go, that's all for another year. Yeah, I, I appreciate that.